Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. At all times. I hope so. Even when it's most inconvenient. Yes, when you're in court. Yeah. (laughs) When I had jury duty this summer, it was bad. And you're defending yourself (laughs) because you were not smart enough to bring a lawyer. Never smart. (laughs) Once you hear on TV that someone is defending themselves, you say, that that person is crazy. That this podcast is playing in your head. (laughs) If you tune in for the tiki, that's great, because we have plenty of that, plus a cocktail that we're about to drink. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you don't tune in for that, well, we talk about plenty of other things as well. Plus, you know, people sometimes just like to put us in their ears because they like... uh, sound like idiots. ...inebriated people to just talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in the shaker, I have something called... A concoction. The pineapple under the sea. Oh, very SpongeBob of you. Yes, I know. I've been actually wanting to make a cocktail with this name for a very long time. And I finally got around to it. Now. I have uh, most episodes of SpongeBob memorized. Yeah? For many, many, many viewings. So this is a cocktail that it it takes quite a little bit. To make. To make. And so I'm going to tell you all what's in it, but not give the exact recipe. You're going to go to zentikilounge.com and click on the cocktails link, and you're going to find it that way. So you're not going to serve this for a mass party. No. This is a more intimate gathering this, type of drink. Exactly. This is a Oops. serve it for a couple of friends, um, very craft cocktail sort of drink. It smells um, good. I can smell it already. So, you know, it's pineapple right? Because it's mm-hmm. called Pineapple Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Starshine's going to give it a nice taste before I go into the description. You want me to give it a taste right now? So Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to take the um, X-Wing, whatever, garnish out. The garnish is quite large. Is that what that is called? An X-Wing? X-Fighter? Yes. It just happens to look like that, but two wedges of pineapple. I like it very much. It's tropical, but I don't know, buttery or something at the same time. Creamy at the same time. It has butter in it. This is not a vegan cocktail. So Mm. uh, real quick, listeners, here's the thing. You take an entire pineapple, core it, Mm -hmm. cut off the rind, cut it into... Large chunks. That's good. Put it into a nice big skillet. Brown slash blacken the crap out of it. If okay. you don't have a um, skillet, if you don't have a cast iron skillet, mm-hmm. um, you could grill the pineapple on the barbecue, and you just want to char it. You want char all over your pineapple. You could use that electric griddle I have. I you think don't that want would it work. just browned. You want it charred because okay. that gives the drink flavor. Like you're doing peppers kind of thing. Then in mm-hmm. the skillet, you're going to take that charred pineapple and you are going to simmer it with half a stick of butter mm-hmm. and a third of a cup of brown sugar and two ounces of fresh chopped ginger. I just eat that. That sounds good. You're going to simmer that until it turns into a nice, bubbling, sticky, brown mess. Put it on ice cream. Then you put it in a, you put it all in a food processor, and you puree it. Yeah. It will remain just slightly lumpy. Not chunky, but lumpy. Yeah, it's a little... But that's okay. Yeah. And that becomes the mix for this. And then you're going to... Mm, and then this, this is the recipe, actually. So then it's an ounce and a half of that, an ounce and a half of pineapple juice, one ounce of Appleton Special Rum, one ounce of... Plantation dark rum. Which you have up on the shelf right and there. And one third it. ounce macadamia nut liqueur. That tastes good. I can taste that in there. Then a teaspoon of brown sugar. Jesus Christ. People are like, ah, it's too much. Before you add too ice, much. before you add ice, you stir that so that the brown sugar dissolves into the room temperature Did liquid. Did you make this up? Yes. It's very good. And then you'll add ice to the shaker. Mm-hmm. You will shake well and um, pumpkin. 
or starshine. I actually forgot something. Put a little bit of salt in there? Yes. I like salt on everything, so. Um, you pour this into a glass with a single large ice cube. Strain it into a glass with a single large ice cube. Yep, yep. It will create a buttery head. <laughs> it's good with the salt, too. <clears throat> and then you will put a dash of sea salt on top. Pineapple under the sea. And then you will take a nap because it took you three hours to make that, right? No, actually about 30 minutes. 30 minutes? It's very good. But yeah, um, I could see you would not want to serve this at a large It's party. buttery. You don't really taste the macadamia nut. It I do just, a little bit. Once you there. say it, I can taste but it. But you yeah. wouldn't have known otherwise. No, yeah, uh. so it's like a back note. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tropical holiday. It's very good. Um, so there's the cocktail. Uh, you got plenty of other cocktails on our website, zentikilounge.com, and click on only the a cocktails few. Link. There's only a few cocktails. We have a there. lot of listener mail. Really? Well, maybe that'll fill up the whole hour. That would be nice. And we have a good amount of music to play as okay. well from Kahuna Kowensman. Okay. He's from Germany, yeah. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Germany, yeah. Um, and so, great, great music. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But let's go ahead and find the mail sack because we have some. Uh, well, we have some email. That, so the email segment this week, it's going to be pretty long. Good. Because the question can't just be answered with a. Are we going to like yes, research ha, ha, thank it? You for We're going to have to debate well, it. Well, no, but I did. I did write down a lot of stuff. All to, right. To reply to this, um, and the music that you're hearing in the background this week is Kahuna Kowensman, plus a little bit of. Um, I thought more of the. I like it. Um, it's kind of. Movie James Bondish movie kinda. background type underwater yes, type. It's like James Bond is having sex with someone right now um, on and the then, beach. And then I don't know some other stuff. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and SpongeBob I do, is so, running on oh, the beach. Real quick. So last night, um, my parents were over for dinner. Yes. And and I had told them before about the podcast, but so my dad actually uh, like subscribed to the podcast last night. Okay, for the first time in ten years. Well, yeah. I mean, for the first couple of years, yeah. I never told him about it, right? You know. Uh, so uh, my dad could be listening to this episode. Oh, well, I won't say anything bad about him like I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever done that. I don't know. <laughs> we have discussed my mother yes, before, though. Yes, yes, she's a chatterbox. Yes. Yes. And I told her that I, I did discuss with you all that we would just, I would get a recording of her having one of her conversations with somebody, and then we would just check in on her several times during the podcast, and I'm sure by the time we get to the pod- end of the podcast... She's still talking. She'd still be yes, having that yes, conversation. Yes, yes, exactly. That's Okay. Maybe that'll actually happen now. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with Listener Mail. Listener Mail. Tiki Mail. Mm, it sounds kind of grainy. Like you may have some sludge in there. Well, there's a lot. Have you cleaned it out lately? There's a lot in here. You don't have to clean that out sometimes. Would you like to do the electronic... What we did, we get some hand mail, like Ma- somebody, well, somebody would mailed, you like, would you somebody like to send first, us a letter. Would you like to do the social media mail or the mail mail? Let's do the social media mail. The social media yeah. mail. Okay. Um. So let's see here. So Matthew says, discuss the evolution and future of tiki. Wow. <laughs> I know that. I was like, well, that that's easy. That's kind of my dissertation right now. So uh, <laughs> just give me a couple months, and then I'll give you my twenty-five page outline. Yeah, I mean, and for those who don't really care for the tiki as much on this show, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it in terms I think are universal. Uh, tiki almost completely died in the '80s. Sure. Well, everything dies and comes back, and then dies and comes back. All of the, um, not all, but most, all of the grand tiki palaces, and 
the Don the Beachcombers and a lot of the Trader Vicks and a lot of the one-offs that every major city had one or two great tiki bars, tiki palaces, they all closed in the late 70s and 80s. Um, some made it all the way to the 90s before they met their end. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the cocktail generation of the 80s, which was just about bright, colorful, shitty cocktails, uh, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. killed it. Didn't mix with tiki so well. Yeah. Then we got into the very late 90s and early 2000s, and people were like, hey, I kind of missed this. This, yeah. this was good stuff. Since everything comes back again. And then we get to 2005 and moving forward, and it was getting um, bigger than just niche. Well, you know, before that you had Swing came back and Rockabilly mm -hmm. came back, and you know things in that time period came back, so of course Tiki's going to start making a... A comeback again because all of those things which came before it were popular. Rockabilly is still right. popular, but I mean that, that all came back. Now, there have been no new tiki palaces opened. That's a through shame. the resurgence, yes. and I don't think there will be. So that is what I predict. There mm -hmm. will not be. There will be more tiki bars. There will be more tiki adjacent bars, as in more of the uh, Cuban and Latin theming mm -hmm, and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, but what's going to happen is, as I believe, is broccoli. the resorts and casinos and large metropolitan areas and even some of the mom and pops in like small towns, I think that they will continue to open a few tiki bars here and there. Some of them will be outstanding because the people behind them will know what they're doing. And you don't want things to be too popular anyway. I hate that when something I like yeah. blows up and then you see it everywhere and it's just not the same and it's not as good as it should be. We don't want the, the, the Taco Bell of Tiki Bar. Exactly, exactly. So I hope that, you know, it'll, maybe this is as popular as it'll go. And then so that's, that's basically what I think. Yeah. I think we're kind of at the peak of apex it. of how many events around the country can be sustained mm -hmm. by the Tiki culture. Mm -hmm. There, I mean, there's, there's over a dozen of them at this point that are yearly events. Yeah. Two of them are huge. And then many of them are large enough. Yeah. And some 500 or so people, some several thousand people attend these things. Yeah. And so there's there's that out and there. And I like to be a part of something that I like that when you mention it to people that don't know about it, they look at you like you're batshit crazy. Sure. You know? So, yeah. So when we still talk about um, uh, Tiki Oasis and Huki Lao and exactly. Tiki Caliente and uh, Ohana Lua by the Sea and all these things, you know, most people still have no exactly. idea what you're talking about. And I like that. I like that. I don't want it to be where everyone and their mother knows what it is. Right. Yeah. I don't want it to be the Super Bowl. Exactly. And it never will be. So um, so I think, yeah, so no more Tiki Palaces will be built. Hopefully we will save the ones that are left and continue to refurbish them, um, such as the, the Mai Kai in Fort Lauderdale and Don the Beachcomber and Valley High and, and some of the others and, and maybe put some love and life back into the remaining Trader Vicks and things like mm -hmm. that. But um, what I really think is going to continue to happen is because I don't see the craft cocktail movement going anywhere. Well? No, I think it's going to continue where oh. it's at and or increase. I thought you were saying it was ending, and I was like, I don't see that at all. And I, I prefer, I don't know if I want to call it craft cocktails anymore. I just I want to call so it pretentious. using hate, using good ingredients. Yeah, I hate using <laughs> calling, saying something's a craft cocktail is like so hipster. It's just because pretentious. Because this, this is a craft cocktail it's per like, se. But it's, to me, it's just 
You make a good drink. The thing I would make yeah. for people. It's like no. some of the, I go, I buy a lot of my clothes online. And some of the websites will be like, or even a furniture website will be like, we curated this collection of clothes. Bullshit. You don't fucking curate clothes. Art galleries curate objects. <laughs> You're not curating that dress that you want me to buy. It's just more words that just make it sound pretentious. Mm-hmm. And tiki should not be pretentious. Mm-mm. Cocktails Mm-mm. should not be pretentious. No. You know, they should just be good. If you like a Manhattan mm-hmm. with store brand bourbon mm-hmm. and store brand vermouth, then enjoy More power that. To you. Drink then it enjoy up. Enjoy that. Yeah. yeah, drink it up. Drink what you like. And then when you do something like this one, where really, I mean, they're off the shelf liquors. Yeah. And just fruits I can buy at a grocery store. I just put a little love into them. Yeah, I, I, anyway. But it's your so, hobby, so that's what you but like because, to do. Because the craft cocktail movement is big, I think many bars who aren't tiki bars will continue to have mm-hmm. a tiki Tuesday, will continue to have a tiki drink section on the menu, and or hey, a hey, that's rum, okay if they're making a good drink, right? Or a rum section. So I think, basically, tiki will, for the immediate future, 10 years plus, become and stay a permanent compartmentalized part mm-hmm. of most great bar menus. I think it's nice that you can go in and I prefer mixed drinks over most things. Yeah. And you know, in the 90s and stuff, you couldn't really go in and get a good mixed drink. Yeah. You know, and then wine became popular and I, wine's okay, but it's not my thing. And I yeah. can't really drink, I don't really enjoy beer, but now, you know, mixed drinks are very popular again, so you can find good ones. Yes. And I know? also think that the the tiki subculture will still continue to have its little smatterings in pop culture and movies and sure, TV shows sure. and things like that. Yeah, so, sure. but I don't think it's going to blow up anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's going up any bigger, and that's no, okay. That's my prediction, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay. So the other uh, question we had was uh, Mark said recommended artisanal spirits, and this kind of goes along with the craft cocktail movement. I can't but, answer that. So here's here's what I'll say. Um, if it's a spirit that's already available nationwide, yeah, you can get it at a Bevmo or a Total Wine. It's probably not what I would consider artisanal. But here's my definition of artisanal. Mm-hmm. Some folks are making it in fairly small batches, and it's very regional. Mm-hmm. And you kind of only get to enjoy it when you're in that region. Yeah. that To me, that's what it means. Um, sometimes you can continue that quality and make it a national or worldwide brand, but that's difficult. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing that sucks sometimes when you do that is then the price goes up because there's not as much of it around anyway. Exactly. So here's what I'll say you need is an artisanal or a low volume production spirit. Vermouth, sweet vermouth. Manhattan's and a couple of other good drinks, and just to sip by itself mm-hmm. and enjoy, vermouth is actually quite wonderful. And I will, I will say, just look in your local area for something that might be a local produced vermouth, fortified red wine. It's a, it's a red table wine that's fortified with spices and herbs and things like that. Uh, it's a little sweet. It's great in uh, a Manhattan and certain cocktails. And, um, you know, so find yourself... Uh, an artisanal vermouth that you really like. I, and I won't even mention a name um, because there's, uh, I think there's like three that I just found recently and then I can't even get another bottle of it. Really? So I, it, telling you about it makes no sense. But um, just, just go look find for something it. that's local. Now, something that is available kind of nationwide that people are calling artisanal is Plantation Three Stars White Rum. Mm-hmm. 
it's actually a dark rum that is like filtered back to the point that it's a white rum. Interesting. But it has the flavor of a dark rum. Oh. It's really unique and it consistently gets ratings in like the 8.59 so out of 10. Like it. People really it's like it. It's a decent it. rum. It's and it's great for mixing. It's it's basically the I think it's the best white silver mixing rum that there is and still not a lot of people are familiar with it. Um, You've got I, one right there. I'm looking at it. I, I, I You just have to have it. I, I like a lot of the plantation stuff, but they're silver and they're overproof and they're dark are all very good. Um, so I would say if you if there were an artisanal silver rum, this would be it. It's the plantation three star and it's cheap. Your dip, you were right, by the way, on a side note, it's very garlicky. Right. Does not pair with the cocktail. I'm breathing fire right that's now. Why we, that's why we tried the cocktail yep. first. We're having just some veggies and dip because we're, we're healthy. We're healthy. I'm just drinking the dip. And then the last thing, the last one I want to mention, Mark, is um, I will say that I don't know if I would call them artisanal, but I, they're not as mainstream. Two bourbons. Um, you've got to have a rye and you've got to have a Kentucky straight bourbon, I think, if you know. So, um, slow and low rock and rye, uh, I think, is a great rye mm-hmm. whiskey. And then um, Four Roses single barrel is a great Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, I don't like the whiskeys or the bourbons. And I like them because, in many ways, they can be just as sweet as a rum. I, you know, I, I like the sweetness of rum, but I don't like the sweetness of whiskey and bur- bourbon. I, it's a different sweet to me, and it's just not something that um, I prefer. Because they could be smokier and Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just not a flavor well, that I prefer. Bourbon can actually come off much sweeter than rum. Yeah. Um, but I prefer the rum, tequila, vodka. Anything else but whiskey and <coughs> whiskey and bourbon is just not my thing. And to me, tequila is the least of my favorites. Yeah, I like tequila. Hmm. But again, when you're out and about, especially in a town you don't live in, go on your phone, type in distillery. Mm-hmm. Go just find a place that happens to be nearby and find something that you can only get there. Yeah, and try it out. And and that's that's what I call an artisanal spirit. Something that's it's very regional. You can't get it everywhere else. You might bring a bottle or two home because you liked it, and, and then you'll miss it for the rest of your life because well, you can't yeah, ever because, have it because again. Because you because you may not get it. Like mm-hmm. I, I will say, there is a vanilla liqueur on my bar shelf back there mm-hmm. that is from um, Cabo. Oh, okay. It's the only place you can get it. It's not in other parts of Mexico. And twice now, people have just happened to be going on a cruise to Cabo. And, and I go, it? here's some money. Please bring me a bottle of this. Because it's the only place you can get it. And it's the best freaking vanilla liqueur you could ever want. You couldn't squeeze more vanilla into. No, it's not possible. You couldn't. You just couldn't. If you did, I challenge. actually think time and space would implode on each other. Of course. It would create a black star. Uh, anyway. Um, so that's... Uh, Mark, that's what I think about that. Now, now we still actually haven't even gone to the mail mail yet. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to play some music. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll finish the mail because, you know, there's Just so people much... people are sick of hearing us talk? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Because there's so much more to talk about. So um, what I'm going to play for you is Taboo by Kahuna Kawensman. And that's K-A-W-E-N-T-Z-M-A-N-N, Kahuna, just like you would imagine. Mm-hmm. From Germany, um, and you know, came across. I would say came across him quite a while ago, um, but you know, describes themselves as a great 
ambient surf guitar. Yeah. As as you're hearing right so now. So from what I've heard so far, it's very good. And it's it's very chill. It very yeah. much belongs in your tiki bar. Yeah, I like it. Great by the pool. Yeah. Um, you can get his music on CD Baby. And you can also just do a Google search for Kahuna Kawensman. You'll find multiple ways, even on iTunes, to get the music. Obviously, I'm encouraging you to get the music because I like it. It's very good so far. So we're going to play two songs by Kahuna, and we're going to play Taboo, and we're going to play Sun Behind the Clouds. How does that sound? Sounds fantastic. And then we'll be back with more mail. Okay? I promise. Okay.
back to the Tiki Mail. I'm so excited. But you like Kahuna, yeah? I do. I like it. It's very relaxing. Yeah, relaxing in that good sort of way, like yeah. not too relaxed. No, 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 it's nice. It's got a nice tempo to it, but it's like you should sit by a pool with a drink. It's nice. As we often do. Yes, yes. Actually, you know... It's one of our favorite activities. Some of you would not be surprised, but those of us who live in the Los Angeles, Orange County, Southern California area, mm-hmm. most of us actually go to the beach very seldom. It, <laughs> it's true, because, I mean, I when I was young, we used to live really close to the beach, and we'd go to the beach a lot, but... I mean, maybe we go twice a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I go to the beach twice a year now. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm not close to the beach a lot. It's just and I usually I'm not go at, at the beach. And I usually go at night because I prefer a bonfire. Yeah. Or um, to walk around at night yeah. and, and drink. You know, we might be like a month ago, we went to a friend's anniversary dinner that was in Long Beach. Yes. But we weren't at, we were probably two minutes from the beach, but did we go to the beach? No. No. <laughs> no. But we see it all the time. Yes, yes. We drive by it a lot. Um, this one, uh, this is the long one, but I'm, okay. I'm happy to do it. You were kind enough to offer some great advice to me four years ago when I was planning a trip to Hawaii. This year, a friend and I are planning a three-week Southern California road trip. Awesome. They're from Pennsylvania. It'll take them about three weeks to get from L.A. to anywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we, that should be your trip. We have a lot of goddamn freeway closures right now. It takes about three hours to get from... They are, they are blowing up bridges and freeway overpasses like you wouldn't believe. Thanks, Obama. So they're going to go one place is where they're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he says, believe it or not, and this is great news, beginning and ending the trip in Las Vegas. Oh, well, that's where you should begin and end the trip. great to travel with a member of the Diamond Club, so um, that's good, too, because mm-hmm. being a Diamond member in Vegas is always fun. Uh, we plan to take in greater Los Angeles area, Palm Springs, and I was wondering if you could share recommendations on those areas, et cetera, mm-hmm. or at least Palm Springs at the least. Thanks in advance. Tim. Are they f- driving or flying? It's a road trip. Okay, yeah, do so not, I think they're flying to my Vegas. My first word of advice is do not drive out of Vegas on a Sunday morning. That's good advice. You never, ever, unless you want it to t- take eight hours when it should only take mm-hmm. four hours mm-hmm. to get to L.A., do not do that. Wait till Monday? Yeah. Or leave on Saturday? Or, or at night, or just not on Sunday. And if it's a three-day weekend, don't leave on Monday. Good advice yes. as well. You'll want to tear your eyes out. <laughs> I had no exaggeration. She's very right Sunshine's about had to pee in a bottle, so just don't do it. And when you're peeing in a bottle in the back of a car, it's hard to stop. <laughs> Once it starts, you're not stopping. Right. Yeah, no. But it still looked like kombucha. No, <laughs> It was probably just as good for you, too. Um, but yes, you are sometimes uh, stopped um, for two hours plus between bathrooms. Yeah, for no apparent reason. You don't yeah, know why you, you're, you're stopped. There's, you don't there's even no see accident. an accident. There's no fire. There's no dead person. Yeah, it's, it's just, nothing. Yeah. Um, so here's so I broke it down into Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and Palm Springs, and then mm-hmm. I broke that down into stay, drink, and play. Okay. In Las Vegas, which we go to enough. Oh, enough. Going, Just enough. Going this month, actually. You're not. I'm sorry. I can't. I have to work in February. <laughs> um, I say stay if if money isn't too much of an issue, mm-hmm. and you like you like fancy nice. Stay at the Cosmo, right in the middle which of the street. Which is very pretty. Beautiful. Uh, it's one of those hotels mm-hmm. that you're likely to have a balcony with great strip views because most of their rooms have that. Or the Wynn. You could stay at the Encore, which is also a Wynn property. It's a little more expensive. I love the Wynn yeah. and the Encore. But that's kind of down at the one end of the strip, whereas Cosmo Center Strip, you're right in the middle of everything. I, if you want to feel fancy, I say stay at those places. And if you don't stay at the Cosmopolitan, 
Um, you just at least have to go there mm -hmm. and visually experience it. Yeah. Great craft cocktails at their bars, artisanal, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Hipster craft cocktails, if but you they want, do have good if cocktails. If you want something that's a little more old Vegas, but on the strip, I say stay at Bally's in a Jubilee room. Sure. Uh, I, that's where I'm staying, and I like mm -hmm. it. I've stayed there several times. Or the Flamingo. I would just not stay in what they call their um, studio room. And I was happy. We stayed at the Rio this summer, and I, that's off strip. It is. But I was happy with the Rio. And, the, and those are some of the cheaper yeah. options. Bally's and Flamingo, again, the older school. Where I mean, you, you could old school as well and stay at Caesars, but Caesars is overpriced. And yeah, just, don't, don't, I, don't I, go to Caesars. It's crowded and overpriced. If you if you might want to think about downtown as well, and I would think about the Golden Nugget or the Downtown Grand. Those are two of the nicer properties down there, and down there you're already paying less anyway, so yeah. that's kind of nice. Now, drink in Vegas. Well, you got to go to Frankie's Tiki Room, and you got yeah, go to go. Yes, you do have to go to Frankie's, and you got to go to the Golden Tiki. Mm -hmm. But also, um, I always recommend Parasol down at the Win. Okay. What happened to the music? Well, we it just, started. It was it just paused. a dramatic yeah. interlude. Um, Parasol down at the Win is you go at night. It's open during the day, but don't go during the day. Go at night, and you go to Parasol Down. It's located right near their front lobby, and you go down mm. a, the, what was the first circular escalator in Vegas. It was like a thing. Oh, that's so awesome. Giant parasols going up and down above you, and you go down, and there's these giant glass windows, and there will be a little queue there, and you wait, and they take you out on a table when a table's ready. I've never waited more than 15 minutes. That's not so bad in Vegas to wait 15 minutes no. or something. They have heaters out they there if the it happens to be a cold too. night. Oh, that's the a good The pepper mill is awesome. Go the there. pepper mill is on the strip. Mm -hmm. um, so go to Parasol Dawn, have a cocktail, watch one or two of the little uh, water shows that are out there, and you'll just experience the win, and it's nice. And, and the pepper mill, great old classy steakhouse Vegas. And it's just decorated crazy balls. Yes. <laughs> And I, you know, I usually take a child with me to Vegas every other time now. Yeah. So if you do like to do something other than drink and gamble, I would recommend the Neon Museum, mm -hmm. the Atomic Museum, which I thought was really awesome. I don't know. You haven't been to the Atomic. I Shop. haven't, but the Mob Museum. And the Mob too. Museum and the Pinball Hall of Fame. Yeah, Have that one I pinball? haven't been to, but I know the you like it. The Pinball Hall of Fame is a big warehouse full of pinball pinball machines. Now, technically, from... that goes under the play part. Okay, the play part. Yes. Are you go play then, and I'll yes. discuss the museums. No, that's fine. I mean, but... but... I liked the Neon Museum. You can, you have to make a reservation for that, so don't just show up to yes. it. You have to make a reservation. The Atomic Museum I really liked because I liked that era. You know, you're kind of walking mm -hmm. through that history. And it was with my mom who was discussing how when she was in elementary school, they, you would have to duck under your desk to protect yourself from atomic bombs. Because that would how, work. Because that would works. work. Yeah. Um, and I we always go to the Pinball Hall of Fame when we, we go there. You know, because you're not paying $2 to play a pinball machine. You're paying whatever the price was. On that machine. That's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. You mean you real quarters? Real quarters. Wow. I think you have to turn them in for tokens. I think they take tokens, but it's really yeah. Um, it's a really neat place. Now, other drink stuff. I say, um, if you go to downtown Las Vegas and you go to Fremont Street East, there are a lot of great bars down there. Uh, just check that out. There's uh, Commonwealth and a bunch of others. And then back on the Strip. One of the best views on the Strip is the Mandarin Bar mm -hmm. at the Mandarin Oriental. It's on the 23rd floor, kind of sandwiched in between the tower, mm -hmm. halfway up. Um, there is a dress code. So you do need to have on pants and a shirt with a collar, no no shorts, flip-flops, that Because you usually forget your pants when we go to Vegas. Um, You're usually just pantsless. Right, yeah. normally, yeah. yes. Uh, but I do bring something for the Mandarin. Yeah, just for the no. Mandarin. Otherwise, uh, it's just underwear. Great view, great cocktail, and then they do have uh, food and appetizers there as well. So I recommend that you check that out. 
Now, here you want something artsy? I like artsy. So, um, the Gansveld exhibit, G-A-N-Z, Feld, F-E-L-D, exhibit at the Louis Vuitton store at Crystals. This is the mall at City Center in the middle of Vegas, in the middle of the Strip. And here's the thing that I think is just super cool about this. Um, you, um, did I really get rid of the link? I, I guess you did. I totally did. Because you went to Amazon instead. But this is all you do, is you type in G-A-N-Z-F-E-L-D, Gansveld uh, exhibit, Las Vegas, and you'll find the phone number, and it'll be a 72 area code, and you make a reservation for this. And you meet a hostess at the Louis Vuitton store, and they take you up an elevator. Well, first they'll offer you to actually take you on a tour of the Louis Vuitton store, mm. which is filled with art, actually, but it just, it's all Louis Vuitton themed. But I mean, it's all gold, and there are famous artists involved, and they have hanging sculptures and wall sculptures, and the actual items themselves that are for sale are considered art in some ways, depending blah, on what blah, you think. Blah. But yeah, blah, 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 yeah. Um, so I actually did take that part of the tour the first time, and it was actually really cool. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, the the zhuzhing yeah. that they've put into that store. <laughs> then they take you up to a they take you up to a secret elevator up to a secret floor that's above the store that you would not know is there. You sign into a little book. You sit down a little waiting area. They offer you Perrier, and they say your tour will begin in just a moment. And then you are escorted. Up to four guests at a time. How lovely. Um, you put on little booties. You put on booties, You put huh? on little booties, and you are escorted into a Gansveld exhibit, which is basically a couple of large rooms that are lit up with ambient lighting. And because the rooms are all white and then the ambient lighting, you can't tell if the room is round or square or where the room ends and begins. Or um, And you can spend as little as five minutes in there and go like, okay, it's pretty lights in a big giant room and I stand here and it looks different and this looks like a sunset and this yeah. looks like blah, blah, blah. Or you can spend 30 minutes in there. And it's just one of those things in Vegas that no one knows about. Which is a cool experience. And it's really yeah. cool and it's right on the middle of the strip and it's free. I mean, you just make yeah. a reservation and it's free. That's and you, cool. You get a Perrier and you sign a guest book and you say, like, I went to Louis Vuitton and it's fun. And you spit on people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, so I, I, I recommend that as kind of one of those hidden Vegas gems. Um, what do you say we go to... Oh, no. And then I say, take the monorail. Of course, take the monorail. Why not? The monorail is kind of overlooked, but it completely takes you from one end to the strip sure. to the other on the east side. And it's not like you have to worry about not getting on it. You know, because it's overlooked mm -hmm. a lot of times. And it goes till generally 2 a.m. most right? nights of the week. Yeah. And, and I just really like it's it. It's better than walking the strip. You realize once you walk the strip that it's a long ways. It you is. Don't, <laughs> it is. don't walk that. So take the monorail. And then the last thing about Vegas is go visit the Tropicana. Yes. They have just remodeled the hell out of it. And they mm -hmm. are really taking it back to its, um, I would say, tropical Floridian inspiration. Which is the one that I like that's on the other side. I'm having Alzheimer's right now. On the other side? The Mandalay Mirage. Bay? Oh, no, Mirage. the Mirage. I like the Mirage. Yeah. So go, go see, to the Mirage. Go see the Tropicana. Yeah. Now, let's go to LA. I say stay at the Bonaventure. I'd say not overly don't stay priced. in LA. <laughs> not overly priced, but it's right downtown. And if you stay somewhere like that, um, you're going to be close to a lot of nice stuff, mm -hmm. including uh, museums like MoCA, and uh, and what is the new Bacon Museum? 
Oh, it's the one that with all the metal on the outside yeah. of it? I don't remember the exact name of it, but you should go there, too. Yes, we have a new museum <laughs> that just opened in um, opened a couple Los Angeles, ago. Yeah. and the outside of it looks like metal bacon. And there's also a, a new another neon museum opening in Pasadena. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pasadena, L.A. adjacent, mm -hmm. by the way, voted most pretentious city in the United States. But probably better hotels than L.A. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, so don't overlook Pasadena. They have a great downtown and shopping and things like that, a great kind of main street, um, Colorado Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but but in, while you're in L.A., there's some tiki bars you got to go to. So of course there there's is. There's the Trader Vic's Lounge at the Beverly Hilton. And actually, you could stay at the Beverly Hilton if you want, but it's kind of pricey, but it's right across the street from Rodeo Drive. Go exactly. Figure. So you see Rodeo but Drive. But if you're going to go to the mall in Vegas, it's the same as Rodeo. They're both the yeah. bougie shops you're not going to buy anything at. But go to, go to the Trader Vic's Lounge at the Beverly Hilton because the Beverly Hilton itself is... Still a little mid-century well, modern. Icon it's iconic it's, too. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a very very nice um, swanky hotel in Beverly Hills, and then there's the Trader Vic's Lounge, and of course they do serve some great tiki drinks there. Other bars in Vegas, we're still drinking in or bars in LA. The Edison in downtown mm -hmm. Los Angeles literally was a Southern California Edison power plant. We went to the. Um, you didn't go with us, but we went to the Cicada Club. Oh yeah, that's very nice. I would go there nineteen. 30s-esque bar. Very cool. And good drinks. And very good drinks in uh, downtown LA. You could look that up. Um, Clifton's Cafeteria just reopened. You could try that. That's I've, on the list. Yeah, yeah I've good. heard mixed reviews about the food. Um, it is a cafeteria. But they did just open a bar there. Reopen Several the bars. Bar. Yeah. They have a tiki bar. Mm -hmm. It's called the South Seas Room. They have the Clifton's Room and a couple yeah, others. Yeah, so, so we should go down there. Yeah, so go to Cl go to Clifton's. And then um, there's also Tiki No, which is a nice tiki bar in North Hollywood. And there's the Walker inside the Normandy Club in Koreatown, which is literally a 26-seat speakeasy that serves outstanding cocktails. And you can look that up online. Again, it's at the Normandy Club. It's called the Walker. And then there's Tonga Hut as well, the oldest tiki bar in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Well, you okay, go to the Tonga Hut. yeah, which beats Tiki Tea by just two years, I think, or something. I'm not sure, but Tiki Tea get there at opening, um, and also know which I believe is usually four, but get to um, the Walker if you're going to go. They don't open until 9 p.m. They're like one of those 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. places, yeah. uh, and it is you know and. Go find the website, blah, blah, blah. You got to do this yourself. Um, oh, and the L.A. Arboretum. Yes. I like the L.A. Arboretum. That's where if you film Fantasy Island parts of it, you mm. know? I mean, you couldn't get more fun than that. And there's lots of things to take pictures of. You could go to a mission. Yeah. I like, mich I like missions. Um, there's lots of stuff to do. There is. Let's go to Palm Springs. Okay. Another place we go to. Don't try to get from Palm Springs, L.A. to Palm Springs at, like... 8 a.m. on a weekday or 5 p.m. on a weekday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, off hours is mm -hmm. best. You know, I say stay at the Caliente Tropics, which is sure. where two of the events that we go to are because not expensive, mm -hmm. great pool, it has a bar, um, they've remodeled everything, um, and it's one of those cool old U-shaped motor lodges around a big giant pool with lots of lounge chairs, and you get... Pool time in Palm Springs. Very yeah. important. I liked the hotel at Spa, but they, the Spa Casino, but they yeah. tore that down. It was actually, they had nice rooms. Um, well, on the play part, mm -hmm, I did spa. say, go to one of the casinos mm -hmm. in Palm Springs. There's the Agua Caliente and there's the Spa uh, Casino. I, I think, you know, 
You might as well hit a casino. You right? might as well. They're out there. Music's on. Oh, that's so sad. Makes me want to cry. I'm putting it back now. Okay, you put it back. This is very garlicky. It is. I just feel awful. I just feel like for three days now, I'm just going to be breathing fire on people. But it's good for you. I'm going to have diarrhea. You're not going to have (laughs) diarrhea. That's not going to happen. So also, now, Caliente Tropic is very inexpensive. Yes. But if you want to stay somewhere kind of swank and fancy, try the Riviera. Yeah, Riviera's nice. And if you don't stay at the Riviera, just go there for a drink Mm -hmm. at one of their bars and look at it. It Mm -hmm. is so mid-century, modern, amazing. Go to the Riviera. And we, of course, we know where they have to eat. Uh, well, we do. We haven't mm. gotten there yet. Um, or just if you go online, there are so many small, like, 8, 10, 12, 20 room yeah. motor lodges that have been boutiqued in and Palm you know, Springs. And you don't have to be scared of the word motor lodge in Palm Springs. You don't. they really have been boutiqued, whereas... I would not say in something called a motor lodge in Los Angeles or Las Vegas. Yeah, like imagine, don't do not do that. Imagine like, imagine the no name motor lodge that has like 30, 40 rooms mm-hmm. in any town, and it has a pool that's not even the right yeah, color. Yeah, I'm just cringing thinking about yeah, it. But they've taken those mm-hmm. and then they like do things like and made them really cute, decorated, yeah, zhuzh up the mid-century modern decor, and then um, and then they'll like they'll have like. Three hours where they're serving wine and cheese yeah. in the lobby. In Palm Springs, and that's like, totally cool yes, in, to do, but not <laughs> don't do it in Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to stay in this motor lodge off of downtown. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, but in Palm Springs, <laughs> that is actually very cool. Mm-hmm. You get you get a pool, you get sun, you get um, some wine or cocktail, and, and that's good. Um, now, for drinks, Tonga Hut. Yes, there's another Tonga Hut in Palm Springs. Is, it yes. just opened uh, two years ago. And... Um, Great, great drinks, and the food has gotten better. Yes. And the food has gotten better. So you go there. And then there's Bootlegger Tiki, which, which we've is very recorded, cool. I we've like recorded the podcast there. Yep. That is speakeasy-ish in just that it's small. It's it only tiny. Seats, it only seats about 30 people. Yeah. Get there at 4 o'clock. Yes, and start drinking. And if Chad is your bartender, you are so set. And you'll be drunk by 4.30. Yeah. Those <laughs> drinks are strong. <laughs> now, they have other great bartenders, but we've just... we've. We've met Chad, and he's made us some great drinks. So uh, if, if Chad Andrus is there, uh, by all means, tell him the Zen Tiki Lounge mm-hmm. sent you. and uh, Or tell any of the bartenders the Zen Tiki Lounge sent you. Um, and they'll and, spit in your drink. And tell them, m- recommend something. Make yes. me something. Yes, make, make me, me something, something fantastic. And, um, fantastic. Yes, they will make you a great drink. Uh, also, the Amigo Room at the Ace. The Ace Hotel is very hipster. Yes. and But they serve great drinks. And yes. then... Kind of a nice bar slash restaurant that we always go to is Las Casuelas Terraza. Yes, very good. Great chips and salsa, great mm-hmm. margaritas. This is the only place where I order a watermelon margarita. Yeah, they have very good margaritas. It's outstanding. And then, of course, there's two delis that we always go to. Sherman's and Manhattan's. Yes. yes, and we just always have a debate over which one we like better. I prefer Manhattan's. And I prefer Manhattan's if I want a drink. Yeah, but Sherman's if you want the whole deli experience. Yes. Yes. Sherman's has more of an old-school deli look, whereas Manhattan's... And architecture. Exactly, yeah. Um, I like the more comprehensive menu, I think, at Manhattan's. But I like them both. I would take or leave either of them. Yeah. Yes. But you should go to one of those. Jewish jellies are alive yeah, and well they're good. in Palm Springs, and you should try either one of those. Um, now, in, in Palm Springs, you can play. Now, if you haven't been, and you're going to be there for more than a day, you got to take the tram. Yeah. The, yes. The Take the Palm tram. Springs tram. It's worth it. Do not get high altitude sickness like I did. But. No, because you're going from about what 1,000 feet to 9,000 feet, mm-hmm. and so just pace yourself. 
there is a bar up there. It's a total old school dive bar. Yeah. So don't expect a craft cocktail. <laughs> you're gonna we have some box of wine up there when you're you gonna get up have there. a Michelob yeah. and some box wine, <laughs> and maybe it's safe to go with like a martini or a Manhattan. And also expect that if you go up there, it is quite a bit cooler up there than um, it is down at the bottom of Palm Springs. Oh, by Springs. like 40 degrees. Yeah. Sometimes. So yeah. people are surprised by that. But um, that's a super cool thing. And if mm-hmm. you have a AAA discount or you're a senior citizen or other discounts, those those apply. Um, and then um, you got to walk North Palm Canyon, which is the main drag of Palm Springs, in the evening. Yes, yes, in the evening. Hop the museums yeah. and stuff. Beware of the Thursday night farmer's yeah. market. <laughs> Don't try to drive down the wrong side of the street during the Thursday night market. They shut down the whole street <laughs> from like 6 p.m. to 11 p.m., and you cannot drive down it, so yes. uh, you have to park somewhere else. So if you're there for that, that's great. Yeah. But, but otherwise, avoid <laughs> don't trying try to, to drive, drive it. down North Palm Canyon yes. on Thursday night. You won't get very far. I like the little botanical garden that's next to the Caliente Tropics and the Curve. Yes. Um, I, you give them a donation of a couple bucks, and it's this old school kind of... Some, it used to be somebody's house that they turned into a botanical garden. It's really cool. And you can buy cactuses. You can buy, and they have a nursery Probably there. Probably won't be able to take them back to Pennsylvania. Yeah, maybe the, not. Yeah. And then there's the Mizell. It's M-I-Z-E-L-L Senior Center, which is a huge, huge senior center. There's a lot of old people yeah, in Palm Springs. Yeah, Palm Springs known for um, it. But they have, like, shows and things all the time there, and don't forget to kind of look up their website because they have, I mean, there are elderly drag shows. It just, just sounds like paradise to me. There are there are uh, great production shows. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. show movies in there. They have all kinds of events. And it's just stuff that you find in the desert mm-hmm. where there are rich, white, old people. <laughs> <laughs> With nothing to do. Yeah. And of course, you can go out and go for a hike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a national park out I there. I recommend Joshua Tree. Yeah, Joshua Tree. You go scrambling on the boulders exactly. and see the Joshua Trees. That's great. Exactly. Um, so look at all that stuff to do. And we still have one more email. Oh, my God. I know. We're over on the show now. This one says, um, hey, sunshine, long, no, long time no email, huh? Rest assured that I have not died or gone away. We were worried. I don't even know just, who this is yet. Just got way behind with podcasts and have been building up my home bar, among other things, and recently got 100% caught up on Zentique Lounge. Hey, I heard on the show that the farting Santa bit the dust. It did. It died. I so didn't break is, it or anything. This is listener Frank from sunny Florida, and he's saying that he would be happy to fix it. Oh. But here's the thing, Frank. Um, not only did Santa bite the dust, but the batteries completely exploded inside of his outhouse. He sharded. And battery acid yeah, he sharded. completely corroded yeah. the entire thing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's beyond repair. But I, Poor but I, Santa. But I do appreciate that. Yeah, that's and a nice I'm, offer. And I'm glad that Frank's not dead. Yeah. And that he's still listening. Yeah. Or he's not dead and listening. He could be dead and they could be playing it in his coffin. That'd be a little weird. Like it was his last wish. It would wish. also be a first. Yeah, that would be his I, I, last wish. I don't really think that's his will. Any, I don't really think that's anybody's last wish. <laughs> Certainly just, not mine. They just keep hearing this podcast endlessly. That's the senator's last wish, coffin. is to hear it from his coffin. We're like almost at the end of the show, and it's nice. just the emails this week, but that's okay. Um, my garlic breath is melting the microphone I right know. now. It's awful. Because we still have more to talk about. No. What fuck do we have to talk about now? We have more. It's, it's going to be like a two hour show. I don't no, know if I can handle that. No, no. Well, I'm going to have another drink, though. Oh, okay. Well, I'm having one, too, then, if you're making me stay. Um, but we're going to play some more of the kahuna, because that's what we're doing this episode. Um, so how about we play 
one more tune by Kahuna Kawensman mm-hmm. called Explorer. All right. And like Dora the Explorer? Yes, mm. but totally not. So this is called Explorer. And I, again, I think it's one of his best. And now that, let me, actually, let me tell you this. So the original album that I started listening to by Kahuna Kawensman was Tiki Traveling With. And um, that whole album is outstanding. And I've played it several times on the show, not the album, but just songs from it mm-hmm. here and there. Um, but he has several other albums, and we're going to play Explore right now, and I think you're really going to like it. Then we're going to come back, and we're going to jibber-jabber a little bit more. A little and, bit more. And then, and then, eventually, Starshine will drive home. Yes, because I live so far away. Yes. Yeah. But you need to send us your email to mail at zentikilounge.com, and you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Tinder, Grinder, All looking for Zen Tiki Lounge mm-hmm. or Sunshine Tiki. Mm-hmm. And you can send us correspondence that way as well. We'll be right back.
Oh, Starshine. Yes. Here we are again. We're on hour five of the podcast. No, no, no. It hasn't been that long. Um, so, um, you know, one thing. So, Kahuna Kuensman, right? So we've yes. been listening to the music and we love it. And we want more people to think about it and, and listen to it and buy it. And all that good stuff. You go to um, uh, his website, of course, which is dot. D-E, not .com. D-E, huh? But .de. It's a German thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it means common <laughs> German. <laughs> um, so that's K-A-W-E-N-T-Z-M-A-N-N dot D-E. And that's the website and, of course, links to the music and everything. He, he, is, he is an activist. Yes, an you activist a, in what? You will find a lot of links there to... Um, you know, environmental things and um, uh, just save the planet and or think more responsibly and so or... sustainability, environmental causes. Yeah, yeah, and so I really found myself today at my coffee shop clicking around a lot of those links. Mm-hmm. Now, one of them that wasn't um, about saving the planet was um, ambient exotica.com. Oh, what is that? Like background music or well, naked ladies? Yes. Well, yes. I so picture naked ladies. Here's the cool thing about ambientexotica.com. I had never heard of this website. Yeah, I haven't either. But you can go there and then get reviews, click on the reviews link uh-huh. of all kinds of artists that I had not even heard Interesting. about. And then get a picture of the album art. And then I went over to iTunes and eMusic and other sources and was like, I'm going to download some of this music because it's Exotica that I haven't even heard of yet. And it's ambient. And a little bit of review on how good it is. Oh, well, that's good for you. It gives you something else to do. It does. So try ambientexotica.com. Okay, now I want to mention that uh, you can... I can. I think I can. You can look fancy for your friends. Sometimes I can. Would you like to look fancy for your friends? Sometimes I would. It depends on how much you're torturing me. Let's say you have some fancy friends. Oh, <laughs> just I like to keep my fancy friends away. And they're cocktail snobs. Okay. Or they think they are. You're the only friend I have that's a cocktail snob. Although I do have some friends who claim to be wine snobs. You're but... practically deep throating that microphone. Ah. And you want to make them a drink and you want it, you know, you want to impress them. Yeah. Well, you can, of course, go to zentikilounge.com and click on the cocktails of link course. and you'll find You've plenty there. hundreds on there. But let's say you want a recipe that isn't on the website because only you have it. Oh, like in your head? Or me. Oh. I might have it as well. I see. If you go to zentikilounge.com and then go to the very bottom of the page, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a link called tip your bartender slash donate. And if you donate $100 or more to this podcast, yeah. and by donate, I mean it's not tax deductible, you are just tipping us. You're just giving us... Money. Yes. I will craft for you your very own cocktail. I will discuss with you briefly via email um, what parts. What, what, what you what likes, things, what, what your things, dislikes. Yeah, what, what you like. Yes. So that I'm not using ingredients that you don't like. And you will get the recipe and a picture mm-hmm. and mixing tips. Yes. And then you will make this for your friends and family. And, and they, they will, will die. Be like, and they will be like, this is amazing. And then that can be like your house cocktail. Yes, your signature drink. Why do I do this? Well, because I like sharing. And uh-huh. I think I think everybody should have... You like making your own drinks. You yeah. like making them for everybody people. Everybody should have their own house drink. I don't know if I have my own house drink. Pumpkin Mm-mm. has one. Keelani has one. I don't yeah, know you, if I have you gotta one. you got to work on that. Yeah. 
Um, I just like to drink other people's drinks. You can also leave a donation in any amount, $1 or more, and just you can leave a comment and just say thanks for the podcast or whatever. Go to the casino. That's what we that, want to hear. No, that money, that money goes um, into a little account we have otherwise known as uh, New Laptop, New Soundboard. Casino. Um, because the laptop that we are using has to be replaced very soon. Mm. The um, software is kind of at its end. Yeah. Or the processor, anyway. The processor. The and processor. We, and we have to move from an analog soundboard to a digital soundboard soon. Um, microphones are still very good. Yeah, they seem okay. Your headphones but, are uh, good. But there is some stuff. Technology is moving faster and faster yeah. and faster. And With lightning speed. And the podcasting world... Um, faster as well so yeah, we're, we're being left behind that's how we upgrade those things and we need your help or you could just send us a couple bucks because you like the show and, and say go to the casino you don't have to pay for a damn thing yeah no shit yeah, you you send us you send us a couple hundred dollars and say go gamble we we'll will go, go gamble we, we, but we will not take pumpkin and kehlani they don't gamble effectively no they no, don't no, no, no it's they just don't, us they don't enjoy it no like they do. don't they don't they can't go and they get all like yeah. when they don't win <laughs> you know? Like, Whereas we're just like, eh. We're, we're good at it. Um, you can also help us out by going to iTunes and leaving a review for this podcast. Now, there are one, two, three, four, and five re star reviews. We only take five star reviews. I like six star reviews. If you can find a way to give us a six star <laughs> review, we really recommend that. But five star would be just fine. Um, go to, because that really helps keep us um, in the search results. For yes, and iTunes. we want other people to find us. And then, in addition to leaving a review for the show, um, you can um, take your friend's phone. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, or and, do, iPad, and, and add it and on subscribe there. Subscribe to the podcast for them and exactly. say, "This is a podcast, and you should listen to it. It's funny, and you get cocktail recipes, and these drunk people talk about stuff." Um, or you could just not even tell them about it, and, and as long add, as they're downloading, just do give us a review. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care where they come from. Um, so. Next week on the show, Pumpkin is going to be here. Exactly. She's coming down from wherever she, the hills. And she's bringing back a segment to the show that hasn't been around since year three. Oh, well, I don't know how that good that's going to be. Well, <laughs> we used to end every show with Pumpkin kind of doing a zen quote oh, at the yes. very end of the show. She liked to zen it out a little bit. And she's going to come back next week, and she's going to do that for is us. Is she preparing right now? I bet she is. She's not... She says she prepares ahead, but no. No. She'll be in the car. She'll be trying to figure yeah, out something. She'll copy-paste something from her phone while her husband's driving. Yes, yes. Um, so we're going to bring that back. And and then something to announce is we are currently organizing what I cannot believe is our 10-year anniversary. Gosh, and we're only 21. It's so amazing yeah. that this has been going on. This podcast has been going on for 10 years. Literally, one of the longest-running podcasts I can't in the even believe, world. I can't even believe in that. In the world. <laughs> Now, do you know that the actual longest-running podcast mm -hmm. is um, the presidential, like, weekly address or oh, whatever Oh, really? It is. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. Um, but other than that, podcasts that have been going on, and they weren't all called podcasts in the beginning. There were yeah. audio blogs. Yeah. They, they were, they were, there was a, a genesis that was happening. Um, and uh, so if anyone wants to do the research out there and find out really which are the longest running commercial slash non-commercial this would be non-commercial podcast it's a hobby podcast um not that we I mean, are not would, saying we wouldn't do a professional I'm podcast i'm so lazy but, <laughs> uh but we are the longest running tiki podcast absolutely yes longest running tiki slash mid-century modern podcast um and that's hard to believe it, well we're just slogging through we got, you know, we like to drink and we like to hang out with each other. And those things haven't changed. Yeah, no, it's been a long uh, time. But we're, we're, we're working on our 10-year anniversary, and, and the big ones are when we actually invite people here into the lounge. And yeah. no, you cannot, you cannot just send us a note and invite yourself. We already know who we're going to invite. <laughs> so. 
Uh, they have to pass the not a creeper test. And we like to pat them down when they come in, just because I like to pat people well, down. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that just has to do with feeling people's yeah, jub- I just like jubblies. To, yeah, yeah, I just like to feel people up. Um, so that's coming up. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to end the show with this. Okay. Is it a quote? When you and I were at the casino last, yes. we were at the um, bar at Harrah's in San Diego. Yes. And uh, the Spiked Bar. Yes. Shout out to Sherry and Jeff. All those awesome bartenders. And... Derek. Yes. Armando. You know all of them. We know that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are well aware um, that you know every bartender there. And, uh, well, anyway, and, and Jim, and, yeah, okay, yeah, so it's I know. It's not romper room. Let's um, get this going. So anyway, um, shout out to all of them because they make us great cocktails, but um, they play generally like 80s, 90s throwback exactly, music, yeah. and, and I like that. And they played Pebbles. They did the play song Pebbles. Girlfriend. Yes, Girlfriend. Da, and da, da. I had a dream the night after you left, uh, or the night you left. But okay. I, I had a dream that night, and I forgot to tell you about it, that I, in this dream, the song Girlfriend. Was blaring. Well, and, and, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to layer that over this conversation right now. Well, I'm actually switch the song. Well, I'm actually what editing? I'm actually going to hit pause right now, and the song that I'm layering in right now is Girlfriend. Girlfriend. And, um... I had, a, I had a dream where this song was like my fight song and I was really pissed off about something. <laughs> and I'm, I'm walking around and telling people how upset I am about something that's happened to me. And I don't really remember what that was. But in the background is Girlfriend. girlfriend yeah, yeah. And it's just like riling me up and it's just giving me the energy to tell people how pissed off I am maybe about something. Maybe it's your song. It never was. No, but maybe your subconscious is telling you that it's a badass. I had a lot of drinks at that bar. You did have a lot of drinks at that bar, yeah. And I had melatonin when I went to bed that night. Yeah, yeah. It just was kind of a a bad mix of 80s music. It could be that. Yeah. Losing. So I hope everybody likes Girlfriend by Pebbles as much as as you did, apparently. As much as my dream did. (laughs) Who knew that that was going to happen? Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We are the most listened to podcast when it comes to uh, exercising or a long commute. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're an hour long. We're an hour long, and that's. Or people in comas. And they like us and too. That's, and that's what that's what people really like. We're the longest running tiki podcast in the world. <laughs> Ten years we're coming up on here, and we're gonna have a big extravaganza. And we hope that you all uh, join along and listen. And go ahead and send us your comments and questions to mail at zentikilounge.com. Starsha, anything else you want to say? I have nothing say? else to say. I've had a good drink. Yeah. Go home and lay on my couch. So we're gonna we're gonna end the show with um, something by Pebbles? Les Baxter. Wham. No, Les Baxter. Prince? I will choose it after this. He doesn't know. He's I, drunk. No, he I don't. Know what he's I don't. And uh, oh, we want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Diggy Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.